0: Alright, as I said yesterday, today is going to be about RFID chips, or what's better known as RFID NIC. So, a human microchip implant is typically an identifying integrated circuit device (RFID transponder) encased in a silicato glass and implanted in the body of a human being. This type of subdural implant usually contains a unique ID number that could be linked to information contained in an external database such as personal id law enforcement medical history medications allergies and emergency contact information the first experiments with an rfid implant were in 1998 by a british scientist kevin warwick his implant was used to open up doors switch on lights and cause verbal output within the building on march 16 2009 british scientists Mark Gasson had an advanced glass capsule RFID device surgically implanted into his left hand. In April of 2010, Gasson's team demonstrated how a computer virus could uh, wirelessly infect his implant and then be transmitted onto other systems. Gasson reasoned that with implanted technology, the separation between man and machine can become theoretical. Because the technology can be perceived by humans as being a part of their own body, meaning, you know, joint. Medical researchers indicated that there are potential benefits and risks to incorporating the device in the medical field. For example, it could be beneficial for noncompliant patients, but still pose great risks for potential misuse of the device. A major drawback for such systems is the relative ease with which the 16-digit ID number contained in a chimp implant can be attained and cloned by using a handheld device, a problem that has been demonstrated publicly by security researchers Jonathan Weston and documented in the May 26, May 2006 issue of Wired Magazine. Pardon me. The Baja Beach Club, a nightclub in Rotterdam, sorry about the uh, punctuation there, The uh, in the Netherlands, once used the Very Chips implants for uh, for identifying VIP guests. The epicenter in Stockholm, C- Sweden, is using RFID implants for employees to operate security doors, copiers, and pay for their lunches. In 2017, Mike Miller, chief executive of the World Olympian Association was widely reported as suggesting the use of such implants in athletes in an attempt to reduce problems in sports due to drug taking. The erratically, a GPS-enabled chip could one day make it possible for individuals to be physically located by latitude, longitude, and altitude, as well as speed and direction of their current movement. Such implemental. GPS devices are not technically feasible at this time. However, that is what they're trying to accomplish. However, if widely deployed at some future point, could allow authorities to locate missing persons and fugitives and those who fled from a crime scene. Another benefit suggested by Iranian Jaya Indonesia legislator was to track and monitor people affected with a HIV to in hopes that this would reduce the risk of affecting other people In the field suggests we can create a cashless society. Now, this is where it gets really interesting to me because it's already happening. So, you notice they say that other people in the field suggest that we can create a cashless society. And here's an example Baja Club already uses this method for their patrons to purchase drinks. Also, some bakes also have this option in Europe as well. A lot, of, a lot of privacy advocates raised concerns regarding potential abuse of the chip, worried about governments leading to erosion of civil liberties, as well as identifying theft if it should be hacked. So, <coughs> this brings us to June of 2007. The American Medical Association declared that implantable radio frequency identification RFID devices may help to identify patients, thereby improving the safety and efficiency of um, patient care. However, in the same year, news reports linking similar devices to cancer caused by laboratory animals had a devastating impact on the company's stock prices in their cells. So in 2010, The company, Positive ID, sold their chip assets to a company called Veritech. That was owned by Scott Silverman, the founder and CEO of Positive ID. In 2008, Oklahoma passed a 63 Oklahoma State 03-1-1430 that bans involuntary microchip implants in human beings. Similar bills were created in Wisconsin, North Dakota, California, Georgia, Virginia. However, Washington State House Bill 1142-2009-16 ordered a study using implanted radio frequency identification or other similar tech to monitor sex offenders and other felons. Okay, so... Time to do the free thought thing. Um, so... Interesting enough, these RFID chips, they keep talking about the 16-digit number. I want you to keep in mind of something, that these numbers of the RFID chips are most of the time the size of a grain of rice. In Sweden, they have already been dabbling with injecting people with it. In fact, it's so common there. That whenever they see somebody who doesn't do it, they wonder why. Sweden is very well known to be on a cutting edge of technology. And they always have been. But they're not the only ones doing it. Um, biointegrity is a lot of these companies. It's a biological type of things. So what's going on is different governments are looking at aspects of whether or not it's beneficial to have the service. Now, individual companies can either require it with the, you know, it's kind of one of those things where if you want the job, we're gonna require you to do it. And if you don't want the job, then don't do it. <coughs> this is like the company they were talking about earlier, where they said that employees could pay for the lunches, open up security doors, because it's easier on them, you know, because they're like, oh bam, here's my hand. So the ease of it, you know, there's also interesting studies suggesting that a lot of companies were experimenting with the pay by phone. Apple Pay, Google Play was kind of their first steps in trying to study if human beings would be comfortable with the idea of doing that. We all know whenever they first entered RFID chips on our credit cards and bank cards. First was bank cards, now it's credit cards. Now, a lot of people had a problem with that. And they were basically punching out the chips out of their cards versus actually using chips. So what they did was they made it to where if you do that, your card is no longer being able to use. Now, you might run into the occasional ability to still use your card, but overall, you're not able to use your card if you do that. These are all steps that they say financial companies are taking to study whether or not it's feasible. So, in short, (laughs) we're not talking about something that is new. It might sound new because us in America, you know, we're not too keen on paying attention to what's going on nowadays, like I was saying in my last podcast and the podcast before. Most of us don't really pay attention to what's going on globally. Now, not all of us. I said most. (laughs) We're talking about population ratios there. I'm not even going to get into that. Um. However, a lot of European countries are doing it. In fact, there's cases of banks that's forcing their customers to do it, saying, if you want to bank with us, you have to implant this in your hand. It's for your safety, they say. It's for quicker access, they say. Now, I have a feeling that's not going to work in a country like ours in the United States, and here's why. One, a lot of Americans have a natural mistrust towards the government. Two, A lot of people within our own country are very religious. And a lot of people in this country seem to think that if you inject a chip into your hand, then you're injecting the Mark of the Beast. I always find this fascinating considering the Mark of the Beast is 666. Not a 16. (laughs) You know what I mean? At any rate, most people here say, not a chance in hell, they're going to have to cut off my hand before they do something like that. I, I... first stumbled across these type of articles about probably about eight years ago is when i first stumbled across the very first one it was in a tech ad that i saw and i started asking people how they felt about it i wanted to gauge you know myself how people would react to it and after doing that off and on for about a year i came to the conclusion That majority of people in this country are like, hell no, I ain't doing it. Interesting enough, though, you notice earlier when I was talking about the American Medical Association. Well, Dr. Oz, one of the most well-known doctors in this country, is in full support of it. In fact, he had a whole show about the benefits of having one implanted into you basically encouraging people to do it. So the aspect of it is these are the benefits as I see it. So whether I agree with it or not, the American Medical Association is is saying, hey, this is quicker and more efficient for us. Because instead of us digging in your wallet to try to find your medical information or instead of us trying to research who you are whenever you come into after an accident, like an automobile accident, plane wreck, whatever, we don't have to dig for that. We could just take your hand, take this device and scan over it and bam, we have all your information we need. We have your allergies. We have your medications you're currently taking. We have your medical provider. We have your insurance information, (coughs) your social security number. We even have your bank account information. So they can treat you faster. That's, that's, that's how they're selling it to people. Now, banks, they're trying to push for this uh, cashless society. I'm sure you heard me mention that. Cashless society is something you hear a lot. If you pay attention to financial news and you pay attention to tech news, you hear a big push for that. And what they're trying to do... Is take away what they call hard currency. Hard currency. Is your cash. No matter where you are in the world. You can be in. Europe. um, Korea. America. UK. Those little coins you have. The dollar bills you have. that's That's called hard cash. And what they're wanting to do. Is take away hard cash to create a cashless society. So when they say a cashless society, they're not saying no financial society. What they're saying is they want to create a system through bio-integrated chips to where you no longer have to have a credit card You no longer have to have a debit card, and you no longer have to have hard currency. Instead, what you have is your typical banking, as you would do. But picture this. So, there's aspects to it that sounds good. Like, you no longer have to go to the ATM in a dark alley and pull out your card and risk getting robbed. Because all you have to do is go, like, put your hand out in front of you, scan it on a machine... And you can deposit as much or take out as much as you want. So they're pushing for safety and conveniency, you know. They also say it'll be faster in stores, and retail stores. Because you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, why isn't my card working? It must be the stripe, uh, demagnetized, blah, 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 blah. So instead, they're like, hey, did you- and you just like stick out your hand and you're good to go. They're just like, you know, like you know that little handheld scanner they have? It's going to be similar to that where they just, Nink. bam. In fact, I came across this interesting documentary on it where this guy said he was experimenting with Apple Pay and Google Play. He wanted to see how many stores actually participate in it. And he said that he found out that most little stores don't. In fact, to use it, you have to go to corporate stores the majority of the time to be able to use it. It's not as common as people think. You want to say it's very common, but it's really not. Because it costs so much to set up. You know? (coughs) A typical mom-and-pop store. In general, they're not going to have that much money to be able to do something like that. You know? They're going to be looking at it like, why do I need to set up all that? In fact, a lot of them have a hard time just keeping up with their RFID chip as it is. You know? The radio frequency ID number. So... All of this they're saying are experiments that they're, you know, they're dealing with. So they're saying, hey, a lot of people are saying they've been researching into this for years and I kind of believe them on that. As I have stated numerous times before, I am not a conspiracy theory type of person for very good reasons. The majority of time, these very good reasons are such things as I believe that (laughs) <laughs> Which shows proof time and time again, that anything you're reading about, they already have the technology for. Anything that you're reading about, they've already been dabbling in research to get to whether or not it would work for a very, very long time. So it's not like it's something that oh, Billy Bob down the way just figured out one day and he's running with it. No, this is something that's been going on for a while. That's how oh, Billy Bob got the information anyways. You're able to find out a lot if you just spend some time into it. So... <clears throat> I am, personally, I don't like the idea of these uh, biochips being integrated into your skin. And um, the main reason for this is, okay, so they say it's for your safety and convenience, right? How so? Because what I'm wondering is, this is how my brain works. You know, what I'm wondering is, say you got one of these... Grains of rice implanted into your into your left hand. Now, who's to say that somebody don't cut off your hand is able to use your information? Because they keep, they keep going back to security, 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 security. This is just more secure, more secure, more faster, more secure, more faster. Well, the only way I see that that would be a feasible idea is if, naturally, when you cut off the limb of somebody the body temperature will drop. So I'm assuming they have a fail-safe system that can identify your body temperature to see whether or not it's really you or not. You get what I'm saying? We're not talking about like a rectal scan on your eye. We're talking about just putting your hand in front of you, you know? So I, sound, I know it sounds silly, uh, silly you know, and I, and I know how it sounds, But theoretically, that's where my mind's going. Like, what what fail safes have you put in place to make sure that this is safe? As I said yesterday, with technology, I love it. I'm constantly reading up on it, and I'm constantly seeing these new ideas that come into play and whether or not it will work. And it seems to be working pretty well in countries that it's becoming more mainstream. I mean, they're even paying for plane tickets and trains with their palms of their hand. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like they enter the 16 ID number and, bam, they got their ticket. So then they go down to the train station and instead of pulling out your ticket or pulling out your wallet, they're just going like this with their hand and, bam, they go right through. Now, interesting enough, so many people are doing it that, like I said before, when other people see it that aren't doing it, they're like, well, what the hell is your problem? (laughs) You know what I mean? It becomes one of those things where they feel like Everybody else is doing it. Why aren't you doing it? I call this a sheep effect. I always have. You know, um... With that said, I think it would work. And I think they're using it in countries as kind of a trial phase. Because we all know how these big companies work. We all know they're linked up globally. The problem is, right now it's surely voluntary. And believe me when I say the technology is available here in the United States. It is. Um... However, they can't force us to do it just yet. (laughs) I say just yet because most of the time what happens is it becomes so norm that people go, you're holding up progress, so you must not want to go with the program. You know, It's not like they're going to force you at gunpoint or force you with the criminal charge. No, they're not going to do that because, well, that caused chaos. I think the smarter play with how they would do it. But they figure out, hey, we need this to become more mainstream, is the same idea with the RFID chips on your bank card. It'll be a slow progress. You know, when those things came out, it wasn't a right-away thing. Not everybody had to have them right away. You know, it wasn't like that. It was over a period of time. Over a period of time, they started saying, Hey, your card's no longer gonna work, and banks started forcing you to. In fact, I still remember my own bank company sending me a letter <laughs> saying that if you haven't got the RFID chip installed on your card. It's been quite some time. So just so you're aware, your card will no longer be able to use until you come into the bank and get a chip implanted onto your card. Or we send you another bank card with RFID chip. That was their way of saying You're either going to go with the program or you're going to go somewhere else for your banking needs. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I feel like it will become. One of those things to where it's like, well, you know, we gave you plenty of time to jump on board, but your silly religious beliefs kind of stopped you from doing it. And, uh, well, you chose your path. So now you have no financial system. You have no medical system now. Granted, in our country, we have certain rights, such as we have, such as hospitals have to see you no matter what. So I don't see them doing that there, I mean, without changing the whole constitution and everything else. Um, with our bill of rights, medical and you know everything else. But I do see them kind of phasing it out. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I do see them kind of phasing that out in a sense that it's kind of like, hey, you know, these guys right here in this line, they already have their medical ID chips installed, so we're going to go ahead and see them. You don't, so we're going to put you over here in this line. That's what I think will happen. You get what I'm saying? So all of this is steps, you know, step, 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 step. Um, I do know that Apple, as far as a company – has also talked about RFID chip implants within themselves. I've seen them on um, tech talks, different tech forums, talking about the benefits to it, along with um, Google as well. These are two of the biggest companies in our country talking about it. So I feel like it's going to be a trial thing. And And I think that's what their RFID chips and your bank card is. Uh, people are getting more used to it than what they were before uh, when they first came out, people were coming up with videos of popping them out with nails and how you shouldn 't do it because the government could track you everywhere you go and But now <laughs> you know fast forward about two or three years later it 's become the normal. People are so used to it that whenever they don 't see a chip reader they 're like hey what 's your store problem?
1: <laughs> you know what i 'm
0: saying." <coughs> I see it all the time, where you see these people going, "What the hell? You don't have an RFID chip reader? What the fuck's going on?" They don't understand it, you know. They're like, "Hey, man." So and that's what I mean by it's becoming normal. And that's what I'm saying by how I feel like they're going to do stuff. It, they're going to, they're going to, you know, play with it. And now we're using our phones to pay for stuff. Now. There are some securities issues within all this already, such as if you go to Walmart, you go to any store, you'll see wallets, right? And what do they have on the front of those wallets? What do you see? What you see is they have this thing where they say RFID chip protector within a wallet. The reason why they came out with this technology is because so many people have these little handheld devices Right? That I mentioned earlier. That were stealing RFID information from people's back pocket. Because they didn't have this type of technology built into their wallet to protect them from that. I don't even know if this stuff works, but I know I have it. <laughs> Good. Sorry about that. This stuff I've been finding for the past two months... <clears throat> It affects me more at night and in the morning. So I do apologize about that. However, so, I do see that, you know, and I do see the progress of it. I see the beauty of it, you know. It'd be more convenient, so. We don't have to carry around a wallet for anything else other than pictures. (laughs) People understand that the convenient aspect of it all will be the only thing you'll need a wallet for or a purse would be to carry your keys or carry pictures of your loved ones. You will no longer need one to carry bank cards, credit cards, medical cards. You might need one to carry your membership cards, (laughs) you know, for different stores. So you get those little points for your gas tank. But overall, you won't need them because everything is going to be stored Within your body. Now, you remember yesterday when I said how part of AI technology they're talking about integrating um, tech within your body? Well, if you think about it, something the size of a grain of rice in a glass capsule, right, that would be integrating into your body. So, right there, you have a form, granted, it's an RFID form. But you already have a piece of tech put inside your body, okay? Now, a lot of people are saying that it doesn't hurt. You know, I have a friend of mine from Sweden, and what he was telling me not too long ago is he said, you guys in America are so silly. I said, really? He said, you guys are so silly because you let your religion hold you up from progress. The whole rest of the world is moving forward, and you guys are stumbling backwards, Because of your religious beliefs. And what he was referring to. And I was quick to tell him. That not all Americans have that religious viewpoint. There's two schools of thought within America. The first one and the biggest one will be the religious viewpoint. Where they look at it like it's the mark of the beast. Like you're going to be part of a cattle basically. Um, The other one. Is. You conspiracy thunkies that just and simply feel like it's a way for the government to track every move. And it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Such as the different scientists that said, we can find out where people are by their altitude, longitude, speed, direction, simply by typing in your 16-digit number. Bam. Because you can't turn it off. How are you going to turn it off? Are you going to pull out the chip out of your hand and smash it on the ground? It's feasible. It's doable. You know, depending on how deep they go. Um, You know, and another thing is, I've come across interesting articles such as people reporting that hospitals have already implanted them without their permission. So is it possible that they're already experimenting with it without you knowing it? And if so, how many people are walking around with the chips in them and they don't even know it. You know what I mean? They say one of the signs to be able to tell if it's in you is your cell phone will be disrupted. Your exception, you know? You'll get this um, staticky sound whenever you're trying to talk on the phone. And it won't be something that's like, oh, it's just messing up because you're in an area where it's poor signal. word It'll be in an area to where it should be fully Signal on this constantly. So we're not talking about like, you know, oh, my signal is messing up. I must have something implanted. I don't want to cause like this panic out there. It's such a rare case. In fact, I've only came across five when I researched into it. You know what I mean? Um, And one of those out of the five was already some woman that was just a crazy nut job. That uh, even before all that happened, she was thinking about the... She was already saying that they're doing this and that to her, so... (laughs) They kind of, like, threw her whole theory just... Right out the window, you know? So... What I'm getting at is... When a time comes... And it becomes more mainstream, are you going to jump on board? Or are you going to be one of the people left behind? You know, and I say that like that for a reason. Because remember I told you I had a buddy of mine from Sweden. And, um... I was watching a documentary ironically for Stockholm this morning. And in that documentary, they were talking about the uh aspects of of that very thing. They said, you know, the rest of the world's gonna be left behind while we're moving forward. You know. And they laughed. Because they believe that you're holding back progress by doing that. So it's very Interesting when you think about it, right? I find it intriguing, in fact. I think it's amazing. Um, As I said before in my last podcast, I don't want you to get it twisted. I'm not against technology. If I was against technology, I would not have things like smart TVs, laptops, cell phones, MP3 players. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have any of that on me because I'd be against technology. So I'm not against technology. In fact, mm-hmm. I love it. Don't get misconstrued about what I'm saying. It's not that I hate technology. It's I'm constantly worried about the safety that they have set forth from technology. For instance, I'm the type of person that if they want to implant a Chip inside my body, <coughs> I'm gonna have some questions for him. It's not gonna be based on religion, and it's not gonna be based on government conspiracies. My questions are gonna be more along the lines of, how safe is it, and what protection do you have set forth to make sure that I won't a be hacked, b get cancer, c How do I know somebody can't just hack this off and use it? I'm going to have some questions for their ass. And they better have some good answers, too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or they're going to have to put a gun up to my head before I do it. And that's what I'm getting at. So I'm not against it. I just show me some more proof that it's safe. I get it. People in Sweden, they're loving it. Uh, I mean, they love it like we love fucking McMuffins and coffee from McDonald's. You know? They love it. Um, and they always have. I'm with that school of thought that if you want to know where technology is going, go to China, Sweden, and, um, probably India, and you can get a real good taste of where technology is going in the next 15 years here in our country. We have a tendency, unfortunately, in our country to be kind of behind the times, believe it or not, we are, (laughs) You know, I remember my uncle, this is just a small example, kind of off subject, but when he got back from being stationed in Okinawa, he was telling me how far behind we are as far as tech goes. You know what I mean? Um, Because he was seeing things in Japan that, you know, we might have it now, but they've already had it for like years before we got it. You know what I mean? They have, like, literally, and he's not the only person that's told me this. I used to date a girl that was from Japan, actually. But they have cell phones there that are so small. You need a toothpick to dial the number, right? You can only make three phone calls, and what they call them is disposable cell phones. They're meant for, like, if you're going on a ride down a river on a boat, (laughs) you know, or if you're going somewhere that you, like... I don't want to bring my main phone. I'm just going to bring this. That's what they're meant for. Um, They also have a lot of AI tech, a lot of um, virtual reality tech. (coughs) I mean, think about it. We're just now starting to get the beginning stages of virtual tech. Other places already had it for years, and that's what I'm getting at. And that's what that person in Sweden was talking about in that documentary I mentioned when he said, we're leading the way while everybody else is falling behind. You know what I mean? Because we're really quick to jump to conclusions here. We want to know how, why, and where. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's benefiting from it, who's not, you know? I like to say we're investigators. We It's not that we're not too like, you know, hey, I don't want to join your little fun party here, but we're kind of like the same way I am. Like, where's the safety at? How do I know this is going to work? You know, like, it seems great. <laughs> you what know do what I mean? It sounds fantastic. And, and, you know, so it's really cool. But overall, I don't think, back on the subject here, I don't think that RFID chips is going to be something implanted into us anytime soon in America. I really don't. I don't think it's going to be really that feasible here in our country because there's so many people that are against it. They don't even, it takes almost like a whole whopping. Like, less than two minutes to tell you how wrong you are. In fact, I challenge you. I challenge anybody listening to this show. Go up to ten people today and ask them if your bank or your hospital was offering you a biological chip implanted into your skin. And you can even tell them the benefits of it. I have as an experiment. You know what I mean? Um, implanted into you. What would your first thought be? Like, would you be like willing to do that? And you know what you're going to get in a whole, It's going to take them less than two minutes to tell you about how it's the mark of the beast, and it's just a way for the government to control you. And hell no, they're going to have to kill me first. They're going to have to kill my family before I let them do that. That's what you're going to get here. I know this because I've been kind of asking people about it for a very long time now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wanted to gauge like how they feel about it, and I don't gauge it with uh, CEOs. That's not the kind of person I am. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking to people that are working at a bank or doctors. You know what I mean? Or lawyers even. What I'm talking about is the farmers, the welders, the grocery store workers, the cooks and kitchens. You know the everyday people that you bump into every single day and they're going to be real quick to tell you hell fucking no I know this because I've been asking them for years as my own little personal gauging experience on gauging whether or not it's going to be feasible or not so this isn't something that I just decided to do RFID chip uh, biological RFID chips is something I've been researching into off and on now for about 4 or 5 years close to 5 you know what I mean um, I was so intrigued by it when I first started coming across it. Like, I'm starting to read all these reports and data sheets and all this other stuff about the benefits of it. And I, and I wanted to see how people would feel here in, in, in our own country. And overall, people are like, hell no. And I was very shocked by that because we're talking about a country who most Americans are like, Oh, it's the latest cell phone, let me go get it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's the latest TV, I want it. (coughs) They don't think twice about it. They really don't. Most of us don't think twice about getting that latest new way of watching TV. We don't think twice about that latest way to listen to music. We don't think twice about getting the latest car with all the latest technology in. We don't think twice about it. We're just yeah, give me if we can afford it, we're like I want to be first in line, I want to grab that. But as soon as technology starts getting into our body, we start going, "Whoa, hold up." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is the newest greatest thing, man. It's so convenient, it's so safe. It's integrated, it's safety, blah blah, blah blah blah, And most of us are going to go, "Huh, fuck you! That's the mark of the beast. I ain't doing it. You know what I mean? And if they're not saying that, they're like, "Huh, fuck you, I don't need the government finding out everything I'm doing. That's the two schools of thought you're going to get. I only came across about two people out of every ten people that's like, "Huh, hey, you know, I kind of want to know more." <laughs> so that we're talking ten people and only two people out of those ten people are saying. I want to know more because I'm kind of curious. The rest of them, you're going to get that blank stare like, are you fucking insane? (laughs) You know what I mean? You're going to get that, hell no, what the fuck is wrong with you kind of look, you know? Seriously. And that's the reason why I say I don't think it's feasible for them to do it in a sense of right away. Like, you know, other countries are more prone to... Adapt to that. Like, the reason why in Sweden it works so well is people in Sweden are, like, hip to technology. They're, like, really wanting that cutting-edge thing right away. You know, they're just, I want to be part of that advanced society is what they call it. I want to be part of the advanced society. I want to see what this is about. Um, And they do that without a second thought. Majority of them do. Now, I'm sure there's a good portion of them that's like, uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh, You know what I mean? But majority of them, they said that majority of the youth in Sweden are so tech savvy that they do not even think twice about it. The fact they had lines at these clinics wrapping around blocks for people to get them implanted in. That's just a little school of thought for you versus something you're going to see here. Now, granted, I think it'll be kind of the same way. I think a certain age group of people here will be the same way, like... Yeah, let me jump on board on this. I want to see what this is about, and I I think it'd be a good idea, you know. Meanwhile, their parents and grandparents are like, "Are you insane? Why would you even do that to your body?" You know, like maybe any. Really, if you think about it, it's not that far off base. Because think about piercings and tattoos. Why would you do that to your body? Think about that statement. <laughs> um. You know, and then and think about technology in general. A lot of us are like, you're just too old to understand it. You know what I mean? You don't understand it because you're too old. You're too one-sided in it. You just have no clue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, you do have a lot of people with a certain age range that are still like, I ain't doing it because I don't want them tracking me down. You know? For instance, like the thing where they said, "Be the Olympian that said we could tell about drug usage. <coughs> Now, I want you to think about how many people use as illegal substances in our own country. Do you think they're going to jump on board on that? Not a chance. Do you think criminals are going to jump on board? Not a chance. Do you think religious people are going to jump on board? Not a chance. So I think that the same way that they did the RFID chips on our cards will probably be the same way that they're going to go about this. It's going to be one of those things to where they'll, what is called is phasing out is what they call it in a tech world. They call it phasing out. You know, We release all this new tech, and that old tech people are holding on to, we just kind of phase it out to where it becomes obsolete. And once it becomes obsolete, they'll have no chance, or I mean no chance, no choice, but to jump on board because we've already phased out medical cards. Hey, we've already phased out these banking cards. We're phasing them out. So after we phase out so much, they kind of won't have a choice because they're going to be willing participants in it because they just have no other way to do it. You know what I mean? If you want to be able to pay your bills, you're going to have to do that. That's called phasing out. That's what I think they're going to try to do. And I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, like I keep saying, Um, because it wasn't anytime soon whenever they did the chips. You know what I mean? As far as I could tell, a lot of companies are still, and within our own country, are still phasing out the old systems. And it's been years, so I'm I'm like I was talking about with the AI tech and this. We're talking twenty years from now. I'm not talking about seven years out. I'm talking about ten to twenty years out. You know, what I mean, that's the time estimate: ten to twenty years before everything else becomes obsolete, and you just basically have no choice. You're going to have to do it, whether or not you agree with it or not. You're going to have to do it. Now. You could have your religious viewpoints on it, and that's fine, because what they're going to do is, okay, well, sorry about you. You know what I mean? And it'll be like slower service. It'll be like what I was saying before, like here's a line for people that jumped on board, and here's a line for people that are one-way thinking and don't want to change. And you're going to be in this really slow line while you're watching all these other people go forward. And why do you think that is? It's a way of them phasing out. That's what I'm getting at. This is not a conspiracy type of thought process. This is just plain and simple common sense. Um, it's a hell of a lot easier to use modern technology than it is obsolete technology. I mean, even when I was working in retail stores, I hated it when somebody didn't have the RFID chip because it just made things go so much fucking slower and it pissed off people that had the technology behind them. You'd hear complaining and bellow aching like, what is your problem? Just why don't you go somewhere else? I got shit to do. You're holding me up. <laughs> you know? So that person's just sitting there, Oh my God, I don't know what to do. I don't have this. I don't have that. You know? And and that's what I'm getting at is that's what I see happening. So I, I really feel like it's going to be step-by-step process of phasing out old technology. And we're not one to just get rid of something right away. In fact, Overall, culturally, we like to hang on to shit as much as possible. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, that's why I said I give it 10 to 20 years. Because it's so rapidly building globally. And we do a lot of business overseas in this country. So, if it's rapidly going (coughs) in other countries, it only makes sense that they're going to start trying to phase out stuff here because people are holding up progress. You know what I mean? And that's what I think they're going to rely on, is these people, they're going to be like, well, you're holding up the progress, so we're just going to get rid of you. So that's what I think is going to happen. So do I necessarily... I'm going to revert back to this like I did at the beginning. Do I necessarily agree with the idea of putting a chip inside your body? Not really. Not unless I have to. Um, If it gets to the point... To where I'm having to wait really long times because I don't have an implant. Or if it's getting to the point to where I can't buy stuff at a regular rate because it's taking too long. Or if it gets to the point to where they're phasing out other chips, then I might be like, okay, let me go get this. Because they're not giving me much of another choice, you know. So it's not something I'm going to be like willy-nilly just jump on board right away. That's not, that's not it. In fact, um, when he came out with RFID chips on my bank card, my wife had one before I did. (laughs) I was like, I think I'm going to hold off a while. And I held off to the point to where they're like, look, you're not gonna be able to use your card. So there's that. I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to have to get one on my card. (laughs) And that's what I mean. So, When it gets to that point to where I have no other choice, then I'm going to go get one. It's not going to be something I'm just going to volunteer to do because I'm very keen on the idea of what do you have to protect me? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Again, for me, me, I can give a shit less about the convenience of it. It's nice. My concern will always be the safety of myself and the safety of my family, meaning my household. That would be my concern. You get what I'm saying? That's always been my concern. I mean, you can say that it's convenient all day long, but until you show me proof that you have these safe ways of doing it, then I won't jump on board. Once you prove to me, hey, this is safe and here's why, these are the things that we have that can protect you in that sense, then I'm going to be like, hey, you know, maybe I should. Jump on board on this. It seems to be like stupid of me if I don't. That's when I'm going to jump on board on it. You know, I've never been one to just leap right away. You know, in fact, I joke around with people all the time because (laughs) I'm so, like, I loved as much as I love tech, I'm always behind the times. You know, like, I didn't get my first cell phone until God, I was like 22, 23 years old. And you know what it was? It was a Nokia. And I got it the same year Razors came out. That should tell you something. And I had a Nokia brick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just how I am with it. You know, like I had a VCR player until it got to the point to where I couldn't find VCR tapes anymore. Then I was like, well, I might as well go buy me a DVD player because I can't buy a fucking VHS tapes anymore. That's just how I am. You know, I didn't i was the same way with cd players i didn't you know i mean i had a walkman up until the point you couldn't buy cassette tapes anymore (laughs) you know um so i guess i'm from that school of thought if it ain't broke don't fix it you know but once it becomes broke we got a problem so originally i wanted to do these two episodes back to back meaning the same the same spiel. but you know there's just so much information to go over with it um in fact i'm still not done so in the future, you can probably expect me to do another one on Botech and RFID just because the field is just expanding. And as it expands, I'll probably be wanting to talk about it more. So don't count on it being like this month. <laughs> but uh, expect it to be coming out pretty soon because there's just so much information on it. And there's so much misled information too. Misled information from people that have conspiracies that information for people with a uh, religious viewpoint. I don't feel that you should ever listen to anybody that says, "Well, according to my Bible," or "Well, according to blah 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 government." Da 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 da. Once you say that, you are going to hear me tune <laughs> out. You know what I mean? And it's nothing. It's nothing against the fact. I mean, I have a Bible actually. You know what I mean? Numerous, numerous Bibles. I'll put it like that. In numerous types of Bibles. I have Christian Bibles, I have Islamic, I have so many different things, it's uncanny. So it's not that, but (coughs) it is the sense of, if you're going to base your speech because of your religion, then you're not going to hear me listen to you, because at that point, you're one-sided. The same way that if you're anti-government, I'm not going to hear you. Because you're one-sided. Now, if you have a very logical conclusion, you have something to tell me based on data and facts and research, then, and only then, will I go, well, let me hear you out. I'll let up a cigarette, grab a cup of coffee, and I'll sit there all day with you until you get done with your spill. Because you're showing me something worth listening to. But, if you're just going to go over Bible verses, or if you're going to go over Islamic uh, Islam, you know, the Quran, or if you're going to go over the Satanic Bible, or if you're going to go over shamanism, um, unless I say, hey, let's have a discussion about Christianity, I'm probably going to tune you out. You know what I mean? Because we're not talking about something religious. We're talking about something in a different field here. We're talking about Credit cards and medical information, um, your mortgage, your car payment, and where they're going with that. Nowhere at one time should that be, well, according to this, (laughs) you're just going to lose in that argument. Like like they said, you're going to be left behind. (laughs) You know what I mean? I find it ironic that that's the two words that they use when you listen to all this stuff. You're just going to be left behind. You're just going to be left behind. I find that ironic because there's so many religious groups out there that said, the rest of them are just going to be left behind to suffer. And now you're hearing all these tech talks and people say, you're either going to jump on a moving train. I mean, well, jump on a train. Or you're just going to be left behind. So I find that, I find it really ironic that they use those two phrases. But like I said, this isn't a religious talk. If I wanted to go to a religious angle, I could very easily. Um... This is surely a show about the tech in general, is what I meant it for it to be. And that's why I put the different companies, Positive ID, Very um, very Tech, the different scientists that are involved with it, um, <clears throat> why, they're, why they're saying it's beneficial, why they're saying it's not. That's what I intended it to be about. So <clears throat> with a little free thought on it that, like I said, I think 10 to 20 years from now, we can uh, expect it coming your way in our own backyard very easily. Um, and I say that very easily because right now it's sheer voluntary. They do have the option out there for you to get it. They do. Um, but right now it's very voluntary because it's, like they said, it's at the beginning generation stages of it. <clears throat> when I say beginning stages, what that's called in the tech world is first gen. So the AI tech that I was talking about yesterday, that's first-gen technology. The RFID chips that you're seeing happening in different countries, that's first-generation. So when it gets to the point to where it's like on the third or fourth generation, which will probably be the next 10 to 20 years because tech moves so fast, that's when you can start seeing it happening more and more in our own country. And being the fact you have people like Dr. Oz, Oprah Winfrey, and all these other people, that's encouraging people to get it, because Oprah did too. Oprah did this whole spiel about how beneficial it is to have it in, implanted into your skin. Um, the fact they're already talking about it tells me that it's coming your way. And that's why I said 10 to 20 years, it, 10 to 20 years now, everything else you have will be obsolete, so. I'm going to go ahead and end the show like that. <coughs> you know, I'm thinking I'm about to go cook me some breakfast and um, head to my nine to five job here pretty soon. So, at any rate, this has been Working Class Thoughts again. And um, I hope everybody has a good day. So, I am, um, if you don't hear from me for a while, when I say a while, of course, I'm talking, you know, three to four days. Um, it's because I'm about to start researching on some new material. Um, I normally research a couple materials so I can have a couple shows. So I'm a one-person show here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I could say I had somebody to help me. It'd be so much easier. But anyways, I like it the way it is, you know? I really do. But uh we're not gonna go into that. What we will say is expect more shows coming your way. Um, already got some ideas I'm going to be working on. And, um, also I'd like to say this. If you're still here with me, remember, go vote. And in my personal opinion, vote red. But hey, that's just me. So, at any rate, working class thoughts. Everybody have a good day.